This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 541 of the Dressage Radio Show, official podcast of the United States Dressage Federation on the Horse Radio Network, brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products, Total Saddle Fit, and Bates Saddles. Tonight, we are covering a feeding topic with Karen Isberg. Our friend Melissa Allen talks about her new project that brings dressage knowledge to Facebook. And then Alice Tarjan brings us a great riding tip. This is Reese Coupler Stanfield from Georgetown, Kentucky. And this is Philip Parks from Rockwood, Ontario, and you're listening to the Dressage Radio Show. Hi, gentlemen. How are you tonight? We are very privileged to have the owner of the Horse Hello. Radio Network all together with us. Hi, he guys. He our show a lot, and now he doesn't. So let's <laughs> oh, he's too busy. <laughs> Jennifer he's took over. <laughs> yeah, Jimmy took over, and Jennifer, and we're always happy to have Glenn on the show. And Glenn, you're working on a really, really big project everybody should know about. Yes, I've been working the last couple of days processing 200 voicemails for Radiothon, the Holiday Radiothon, the fifth annual coming up on December the 2nd. You guys are hosting an hour. You're going to be in the 11 o'clock Eastern hour, and we have a terrific guest. You probably have one of the best guests you could pick because she's a comedian, so you don't have to do any work. Just let her talk. I know, it's fantastic. And what is the theme for Radiothon this year? Well, first of all, your guest is Pam Stone. So I just thought I'd mention who that was. We didn't introduce the guest. Yeah. Yeah. She's been on a show a couple of times. We love her. She's terrific. Yeah. She's a lot of fun. And the theme this year is the funniest or sneakiest thing your horse ever did. And we've gotten some really funny, interesting answers. As usual, we have our talented listeners came in with a bunch of songs. There was one particular song for the Dressage Show that's very entertaining that I think you'll enjoy, written specifically for you guys. So we've had a ton of poems and then just people telling the stories about the wacky things their horses have done. Uh, also, we I just added it up because they keep coming in. We are now, this is a record for us by far, we are now over $9,500 in prizes we're going to give away that day. And wow. your chances of win, winning are much better than the lottery. They're one in a couple hundred, not one in a couple thousand. So the voicemails are closed now. That was one way you can win. However, you can call in that day and register to win by calling that day, and you'll be entered in the, the pool for all the drawings all day long. So we have uh, some unbelievable prizes, guys. We, you know, it, I was shocked at the number. And one of your sponsors, a couple of your sponsors, actually, Total Saddle Fit, Stability Stirrup Leathers. We're going to be giving a set of those away. KPP, Kentucky Performance Products, is going to be giving away a package worth $200. We are giving away saddles. We're giving away artwork. We're giving away Triple Crown Feed is giving away somebody nine free bags of feed. And it just goes on and on and on, worth $9,500 in prizes. So you can win a ton, and then the grand prizes are at your choice of any Wintech saddle. And that includes the Isabels, by the way. That you can pick yourself an Isabel nice. worth fourteen hundred bucks, so or prize. a second grand prize. And Reese wants this one: a five hundred dollar gift card from Kelly Heard Jewelry, and they have really nice equestrian jewelry, and you can pick whatever you want. 
for your for Christmas. So it is it is a pile of stuff. Let's put it that way. We're, we have a so big much day. fun. Big day. We have some big guests coming on that day too. We I got to be in on the interview with Priscilla Presley. That was pretty cool. She talked about okay. Graceland and how it was at Christmas with Elvis and the horses. It was really neat. I had goosebumps the whole time. And we just have some actors and actresses and comedians and horse people. It's a it's a big deal. So tune in to Holiday Radiothon, and it is on December 2nd. Go to HolidayRadiothon.com for all the details and the call-in number and all that, how to listen live. You can just find it there. And call in in the 11 o'clock hour, and you can talk to Reese and Philip. Fine. Can't wait. Well, Phil, we have another just little bit of news this week. Um, helmets are now required or will be required for all riders 2021. The FEI came down with that regulation um, and that will be required at all FEI events starting January 1st, 2001. So I think this is quite a, a good... 2021? Yes, 2021. That's no so yeah. I that's think good. that's a fantastic... Yeah. You know, it's been like that in national competitions now for a couple years, right? Yeah, but in, in it, America and Canada. So mm -hmm. it's just everything's yep. coming in line and yep. it's a good idea. Wear your yeah. helmet. Yeah. Wear your helmet. And so now all the top riders who have had a choice will no longer have a choice. And so I think that's probably good for everybody and, and for their younger riders coming up. So um, if you are an FEI rider and you're listening, you'll have to wear your helmet in 2021. And that's so, just not well, dressage. That's all FEI disciplines. That's all FE, FEI disciplines. So I think it's great. I think I think we're all here. We're all pro your noggins. So we're very excited about that. The only one that well, aren't are vaulters because it'd be kind yeah. of clunky, I think. <laughs> well, I think it does actually change their balance, yeah, right? Exactly. Like it, it definitely, I've talked to vaulters about it, like, uh, and they actually say it, it changes their feel and their balance. So, you know, it's, it's kind of an interesting thing. I, I, I obviously don't vault. Never. I have never had not the opportunity. Nope. I have vaulted, but not intentionally <laughs> gone flying from a horse. So, uh, but anyways, yeah. So I think it does actually change their balance quite a bit. So. Yeah. Well, fantastic. Well, we've got a great show. We're going to get right into it with Karen from Kentucky Performance Products. Well, tonight for our Kentucky Performance Products, we have the CEO, president, and our favorite monthly contributor, Karen Isberg, on the program. Welcome, Karen. Hi, guys. How are you tonight? We're doing great. It's kind of a cold, rainy night here in Kentucky, so I think we're all happy to be inside working a little bit tonight. What do you think? Yeah, glad to have the horses in, all tucked in in their blankets and their nice warm stalls with a pile of hay in front of them. Yeah, I, I, I'm not getting any complaints <laughs> from our barn for sure. Well, Karen, we've got a great, we, we actually have some discussion on hay and, and I'm excited about this discussion because I have done both. I have both soaked hay and I have both steamed hay and I'm really excited to kind of hear the difference and, and kind of what's going on with the steam versus soaked hay. So can you start yeah. us off? I sure can. And, you know, there's been actually quite a bit of research done comparing these two, these two options. So let's just kind of talk about first kind of the pros and cons of both. So soaking hay, that's when you, you, you take your hay and you submerge it in water and you leave it there for a given period of time. So if, it's, if you're using hot water, you soak it for 30 minutes. If you're using cold water, you soak it for 60 minutes. And then you drain it and you give it to your horse. Soaking is the best way to remove the water-soluble carbs or the sugars from hay. It's, it's the option of choice for reducing water-soluble carbohydrates for insulin-resistant horses. Um, it's inexpensive to do. All you really need is a clean muck bucket or a wheelbarrow and some water. If you're set, you can do it. The cons to soaking hay is that while the hay is soaking, it loses a certain number of minerals, certain amount of minerals, and also 
it reduces the dry matter of the hay. And you think, well, why does that matter? Well, that makes the hay, it, there's less digestible fiber in the hay, and therefore there's less energy available for the horse in the hay. So if you're soaking your hay, you may have to feed your horse more hay. And definitely if you're soaking your hay, you'll have to add some kind of a vitamin and mineral supplement to your horse's diet to replace the minerals that are lost. Also, soaking hay can negatively affect the palatability. And that would make sense if you think about it. You're taking the sugar out. It's not going to taste as good. So another con to soaking is that it's kind of messy and time-consuming. The hay has to be completely absorbed or completely submerged in water. It takes a lot of water to do it. It takes 30 or 60 minutes. You have to plan in your day when you're going to soak this hay. And then you have this large amount of sugary water that you have to get rid of every day. In hot weather, the hay can mold quickly or become sour. And also the amount of water-soluble carbohydrates that leaches out of the hay really varies from hay to hay. So you're, you know, you're not always guaranteed that you're going to leach enough out to meet your horse's NSC requirements. Steaming is, is kind of a different beast. So for steaming, you put it in a machine and you literally steam it just like you would vegetables on your stove. And typically to remove water-soluble carbohydrates, you have to steam it for 50 minutes to an hour. Steaming is by far the best way to remove mold and dust spores from the hay. So it's the option of choice for horses that have respiratory issues or allergies. Actually, steaming increases the palatability of the hay, and it does not impact the nutritive value of it. So it doesn't impact the minerals, doesn't decrease the dry matter. And in fact, there are um, there's some theories that the minerals may be more available because you're opening up the fiber matrix a little bit more, making it easier for the horse to absorb those minerals. It's not very time-consuming if your equipment is working properly. If your equipment <laughs> isn't working, then it can be a little aggravating. Um, the cons to steaming is steaming will drop the water-soluble carbohydrate level in the hay, but not. It doesn't. It, it's a significant drop, but it's not a big drop. So if you have hay that is real high in um, water-soluble carbohydrates and you need to drop that down to a much lower place for your insulin-resistant horses, your steaming may not be able to do that. And the equipment is very expensive. Um, I went online and just did a quick search, and it was 800 to over $2,000 to buy a steamer. And then you have periodic um, service to do on those. So have I missed any of the pros and cons? I mean, you've used both. I don't yeah, know if you both. do any steaming or soaking at your place. Yeah, well, we haven't gone out to to get a steamer. Uh, I think just because of the the cost factor, but um, certainly have soaked ho- uh, hay for horses with respiratory issues, and that seems to you know really help them when they've got their nose in a in a flake of hay or whatever. There, you know, we we would soak it and then put it in a hay net, things like that, to help uh, to help with breathing issues. And that seems to be a simple and and pretty effective uh, way of of doing that. I've heard that yeah. steaming is better for for yeah for these reasons, but again, the cost has been a real deciding factor. And and yeah, we're lucky. That's a big one. Yeah, it's a big one. We're we're lucky. You know, we I was one of the first riders that were represented Haygain, and they have a fantastic system and very easy to use. So we were we got we got in early on the trend, which was awesome and very early. I think I have one of the 
earliest units and we use it every day and it smells great. Like I love it. It smells like tea, especially on these <laughs> cold days, you know, it smells great. So I've done both and, and both are great. The steamer is significantly easier, um, yeah. but we did find a pretty easy way that I can tell people to soak their hay. So what we do is we have two clean muck buckets and they have a very specific label on them. They're for one horse. And um, this is our insulin resistant horse. And and, and we, this has been, a, it, there's two things that we've really helped with this horse with insulin resistance. So what we did was we have two clean muck buckets and it's only used for his hay and we stack them. And then in the top one, we basically made it a colander. So we are able to, instead of dumping it, it so what happens is when we'll fill it and then you can lift out the top one that has holes in the bottom. We just took a drill and yeah, and I'm not very handy. So the fact that I can do this, any, literally anyone can do this. Um, you, you just <laughs> drilled like a colander, like drilled, I don't know, 10, 12 holes. And I'm happy to send a picture if anyone wants to see of the, of the, of it. And then, so when we're finished, we, we fill it with water and then we lift it out. And then the, the water and it's, it's really brown. Like you can really see the difference. It's very brown. And, and that's the, the sugars and, and the things that we don't want them to have are discarded. So you can take your hay out in the top bucket and the bottom bucket stays. So it works really quite well. Um, so both are, both actually methods are fairly easy. Uh, when we tra- travel, we take uh, the muck tub is just a little bit easier than taking the steamer, but it's worked really well with our insulin resistant horse. And then the other thing that we've done, and, you know, again, we're very lucky because Karen's here every day. So we can ask all the time, all the questions, but we started this particular horse on insulin wise. And this product has literally changed this horse's life. We now, we are very restrictive in his hay, which causes other problems. This particular horse is not so easy to manage. He, he is actually quite ulcery, which is strange it shouldn't he shouldn't be he eats great he can eat literally as much as you put in front of him but with being on the insulin wise and, and soaking his hay the insulin wise helped us and Karen you can tell us why it helped but it helped him be able to eat more hay which of course then helped his gut so now literally he can pretty much all his hay goes into a slow feed hay net but he literally has one in front of him all the time so now he's able to eat and we don't have to restrict the hay as much so Karen yeah, how does that not. work yeah, it's been great. Well, How does that work? So the insulin wise is a combination of polyphenols and amino acids. And, and what they do is they impact the cells that respond to the insulin and they make the cells more responsive to insulin. So insulin resistance or insulin dysfunction is exactly what it says. It means that the insulin is being produced in the body as a response to the sugar in the blood. And the, when, the, when the insulin goes to the cells that are supposed to the insulin tells the cell to open its membrane and allow the sugar to come in. And an insulin resistant cell doesn't listen to that signal. And therefore the sugars continue to rise in the blood and that there's a feedback loop to the insulin, which then the insulin continues to increase. And the more the insulin increases and the more sugar increases. And over time, those cells become more and more and more resistant. So what this particular supplement does is it eases that pathway so that the cells start listening to the insulin signal again and open their membranes and allow the sugar to come in. So we did a couple of, we've done a really nice couple of nice research studies on this and we've gotten great response back from the field. So the product is called insulin wise and you have to get it through your veterinarian. So if you have an insulin resistant horse, ask your vet about insulin wise. If you want to read more about it, you can go to kppvet.com and just click on the insulin wise bucket and it'll take you to the pages where we go over the research that we've done. 
Yeah, it's, it's been a really very, cool product. It's yeah. a great product. And and literally any horse now, because I've used the product, any horse that comes into to our arena that I think may be in, insulin resistant or have that sort of body type. And Karen, real quick, what is the body style for insulin resistance? Well, the, the, the body type for the insulin resistance is any horse that's, that's packing on a lot of fat. Um, if they have a crusty neck, if they're putting fat pads behind their shoulder, if they're putting fat pads by their tail head then that's typically an insulin-resistant horse. And unfortunately, a lot of times you don't really know your horse is insulin-resistant until they have a bout of laminitis. So obesity, laminitis, that's the typical symptoms for um, insulin resistance. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I asked Karen if I could use the product myself. She said no. I was bummed. (laughs) I was like, Karen, can I take a look at that? She's like, no. I was trying. It's the holiday season. (laughs) (laughs) No, but it's been a very good product, too. Yeah. If you have a horse that is susceptible to that, so either by breeding or body type, you can put them on this as a preventative as well. So it, it won't hurt. You can use it if they're insulin resistant and you can use it to help prevent insulin resistance in horses that are more susceptible to it. So you don't have to wait till they get it to use it. Yeah, this has been a fantastic product. I, I probably have, what'd you say, 10 or 12, 13, 14 horses that are on it now. And, and like huge difference. Like I maybe don't see them for a couple of weeks and I can really tell a difference. So it's a great product. So Karen, um, one more time, how can our listeners find you online and find information about the products and all the other products that are offered by Kentucky Performance Products? Okay. Well, they can go to our website, um, Kentucky, um, kppusa.com, or they can give a call to our office. And the phone number is uh, eight eight seven three or eight. I'm sorry, eight five nine eight seven three two nine seven four. You can find us on Facebook, and you can leave messages there. You can go on our website, and you can leave a message at info at kpp.com, a message or a question. Um, I'm I monitor the Facebook page a lot, so if you send a, a PM there, we can answer questions there. And pretty much that's twenty four seven that we're, we're watching the Facebook page. Somebody's on it, except maybe in the middle of the night, but we're, we're on that quite a bit. So you can always find us. We'll answer your question. Fantastic. Thanks so much, Karen. We look forward to next month. All righty. You guys have a good evening and stay warm. Well, right after this commercial break from Bates Saddlery, we're going to come back with Melissa Allen, FEI Certified Instructor. To celebrate the holidays, if you purchase a new Bates Saddle in November or December, you can redeem a free set of Bates Saddles competition luggage. Bates Saddles offer highly specialized saddles for every discipline, engineered to bring out the best in you and your horse. Underneath the finest European leather, you will feel the power of innovation. For you, the rider, enjoy instantaneous comfort, optimal balance, and seamless contact with your horse, leaving you free to concentrate on your aids. For your horse, the Care Cushion System and the Easy Change Fit Solution ensure their absolute comfort and your peace of mind. Revolutionize your riding experience and fulfill your true potential by riding in a Bates saddle. Conditions do apply. Visit BatesSaddles.com to find out more. That's BatesSaddles.com. Well, tonight we are very excited to have Melissa Allen, FEI Certified Instructor, on the program. Melissa, welcome. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. 
Well, it's so fun. You and I have been friends. We're not even gonna, since our young rider days, and we don't need to put numbers <laughs> on these things, but you're a dear friend of mine. And, and I saw you here at the US finals and we were talking about, you have a fantastic new page on Facebook that you've started. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Absolutely. So after looking at some of the Facebook posts and, and the lack of knowledge regarding the basics of dressage on multiple pages, I decided to just create my own. And so it's dressage training tips, and I want to give everybody the opportunity to ask questions and, you know, be a positive influence on Facebook and let people be able to ask questions without being judged and give my opinion and my evaluations on certain things that are important. It's gone from anywhere from what connection is to trailer loading to long lining. I mean, it's really, it's really taken off recently. Yeah. And you have a uh, workout. Uh, I, I've done the hip exercises that you've done, <laughs> yes. which is no joke, by the way, if you want to know your hip. Ooh. So yeah, for- stretches on what to do for hip flexors. Cause that's where 99.9% of riders are, are tight. And I was fortunate enough to have a, a physical therapist as one of my students help me with that and the narration, but it was, it was super fun to do that. I bet for sure, for sure. So can you give us one of the tips that you've been working on? So I feel like some of the biggest misconceptions or misinterpretations with connection is how you're supposed to feel. The rider knows that they're supposed to be balanced and have the horse going forward to your hand. But what exactly does that mean? And I feel like me being able to explain it in a Facebook page, obviously via, you know, text message, basically, but but that's the hardest part of our jobs is to teach feel as an instructor. So I feel like being able to explain exactly what the horse is supposed to be doing, what the rider is supposed to be doing, being able to really push the energy forward through from your inside rein to your, in, excuse me, inside leg to your outside rein is a very important factor of this so that people realize there's always two sides to a horse. You're never just riding one side or the other. And I feel like people get a little bit of information and they run with it, but they don't understand the full capacity of exactly what it means to have a horse connected. And I feel like some of the tips that I've made on the page really go into detail, go into depth about exactly what it's supposed to feel like and what it's supposed to mean. So, and I've gotten a huge response from people and questions as well about, you know, you know, what I feel and I feel like it's been a huge asset thus far for those that have helped. And I've gotten um, multiple people that have reached out to me individually um, to help them personally with, with videos and, you know, they send me a video and I critique it. I mean, it's, it's just been unbelievable the response I've gotten. So Melissa, it sounds like you've added a lot of work to your schedule and I, and I know you and I know you're a horse trainer. So how are you, how are you carving out time to sort of administrate this page? So I have a very dear friend who is a sports psychologist working specifically with dressage riders. And she always tells me in the morning, take one hour. She calls it the hour of power and one hour to do what I need to do. And so I've devoted that one hour in the morning, even if that means I have to get up an hour early to make that happen. I've, I've devoted that hour to make sure that I devote my time to make this work. And, and sometimes ideas just come up. You know, I get a, an email or a text on something and I just go ahead and, 
even though I'm supposed to be spending time with my husband, <laughs> I go <laughs> ahead and, and, and do what I need to do and, and put it out there because I know it's so important for so many people to understand. And, and I feel like it's like, Oh, that's a great idea. And so I'll post it. So, um, you know, it, it takes a little personal time, but it's so gratifying that it's worth it. Well, I love that. I actually love that hour of power idea. And I, I actually kind of do that myself. Like I need a good hour, hour and a half, but that just may be yeah. all kinds of things. Emails, I don't know, unload the dishwasher, you know, get organized for the day. Like, so I can, I think that's a really good tip is like just to yeah. have time to kind of devote to getting some things done. Um, I also in that hour, hour and a half, try to get a workout in or something, you know, do something. You know, so I really like that idea because then you are successful. And I happened to read something sometime. It was, you need to take 15 minutes in the morning and 15 minutes at night to just pick up your house. And I actually do do that. Like I take 15 minutes and I do some house chores. So then nothing seems to get too out of control most of the time. Uh, And so that's kind of the same idea. That's giving you an hour to really get things organized. And I I love that idea. So, oh, that's even an awesome tip as well. And it's so nice because we're so busy. We, we go, 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 go. And, and then we get home and we're tired and we want to eat dinner and go to bed. But just taking that one hour in the morning is so important, even mentally for us, just to refocus, do what we got to do, whether, like you said, whether it be emails or dishes or whatever, you know, but we plan for that. So you, you really make time for that to make that happen. And, you know, I'll be honest with you. I'm so excited about this Facebook page that I will do any hour (laughs) Mm -hmm. that I need to do Mm -hmm. to fit it in, even if it's 15 minutes um, to fit something in, because I feel it's so important to educate, you know, you and you and I have been doing this such a long time and we've gotten to such a good place at where we're at and what we do. But, you know, the biggest lack of education in the United States is the basics. Mm -hmm. And, and there's a lot of people that don't have access to that. And the internet has so blown up in the last, uh, how many years, three years, 10 years, so accessible to get to the internet. And there's so much information on there. But at the same time, like what really matters to amateurs, what really matters to trainers? Like I want trainers on my page to take what I say to their lessons. You know, I mean, it's, it's one of those situations where I feel like, this is so needed in this country based upon what I've seen. Absolutely. Well, and I think, you know, that's why Phil and I do this radio, uh, the podcast. I mean, there's, there's a lot of access to information for people. There really is. And I think you just have to kind of search it out Mm. and it's there and we have the experts and, and that's what's cool is these new ways of finding information. This is a perfect you know, even more of a way that you can get a hold of someone really quickly that has, you know, very, very good ideas and tips and can kind of get your mind rolling every day um, for what's going on. So Melissa, we're so thankful that you came on and how can our listeners number one, find you online and also find your page online. So if you Google dressage training tips or Melissa Allen dressage, you should be able to find it. If you Google Melissa Allen, on, on Facebook, you'll find me, friend me, send me a message that you want to be included on my Facebook page, and I will make that happen. Um, it's a private group, so you have to be invited to come. You can search it, um, but I, I want this to be for people that really want to do this. 
and that really want to learn. So those are the ways you can find me. You can also go to Melissa Allen Dressage LLC, and that'll pop up my website, which is madressagellc.com. That's my website, and it'll be on there as well. Fantastic. Well, thanks, Melissa. And we look forward to talking to you soon. And we hope you have a happy Thanksgiving. Thank you, Reese. Same to you. Well, Phil, everybody knows we love the Stability Stirrup Leathers. We both use them and ride in them every day. But there's a chance to win them on Radiothon. That is so cool. That is great. I mean, if you haven't had a chance to purchase these, to be able to win them is doubly as good. Um, hopefully we get some callers into our 11 o'clock hour on Radiothon and we can, we can chat with people and they get their chance to win all kinds of stuff, which, which we already talked about earlier in the show. Yeah. Very excited. And the stability star blothers, it's worth it guys. We promise. So, and if you have any questions, totalsaddlefit.com and they do a fantastic job answering all your questions. And I can say too, that other hosts on the horse radio network use them. Jennifer uses hers every day, all day. And Jamie, when she's (laughs) training in the thoroughbreds uses them. So, yep. yep. They're the best. They're really amazing. Yeah. Yeah. We're big fans. Really, really big fans. So we love it. Well, we've got a great total saddle fit trainer tip from Alice Tarjan, and we hope you enjoy her tip. This week's dressage training tip is brought to you by Total Saddle Fit, home of the shoulder relief girth at totalsaddlefit.com. Well, for this week's Total Saddle Fit Tip of the Week, we are so happy to have 2019 U.S. Dressage Final Grand Prix and Grand Prix Freestyle Champion, Alice Tarjan. Alice, welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, we're so glad. And you have a fantastic trainer tip of the week for us. What do you have for us? My is to praise your horse promptly and generously. I think that as soon as your horse does something that's towards the right direction of what you're asking for, you should immediately make sure to praise your horse. I think that if you drill them or continue to ask, then you lose that moment. And from the horse's perspective, they don't understand at that point what they've done that was well, was good, or what they could do better or what wasn't good enough. No, I think that's that's such a good way to do it. And and you have, you have an example for us, right, with, with half steps, for example? Yeah, so like if you're asking for half steps, like if I'm just starting them, I want to be able to just clock and suggest the idea that the horse gives me some like shuffling trot type steps. And as, as soon as I cut that, just two or three steps to stop and praise your horse. I think that so many people go and they keep asking and asking and asking, and then they stop and reward. And I think from the horse's perspective, they don't understand what they've done that finally got you to give them the reward. So as soon as the horse gives you the idea of what you're looking for, you should immediately reward that. Yeah, I think it's it's about being you know really really clear and and not waiting for the horse to interpret you know you know what's a what's a good pat and then go back to work like I think you just stop work praise a whole lot that never does any harm to a horse or the horse's ego or you know some yes, people exactly. uh, you know you, you kind of you say good boy but is that clear enough is a uh, you know is does the horse understand that they're you know not no, always I mind really readers stop yeah and give them a long rein and a pat and i also think it helps with the relaxation you know and so then you end up with the horse that's much more willing to work they don't mind putting so much pressure on because there's such a clear release of that pressure and they're immediately back on a long rein walking um i think it avoids a lot of the tension that you see especially like with the piafasage and horses you know they, you know you put too much tension on and they start running backwards or rearing or something like this and i don't get that at all my horses they're all very happy to work for me because i take the 
pressure off immediately. So it's just as hard as you put it on, I take it off very quickly. Yeah, I think that's it. I think just being very clear. Like you did a mm-hmm. great job. And like it, we were chatting off air even, you know, not just stopping what you're doing. Stop and praise them and tell them, "Hey, you're doing a great job." Uh, but it makes sense, yeah. right? I think anybody wants that. You know, if if you're talking to your spouse or your employee or whatever, praise is a good thing and you have to remember that. I think sometimes you forget or you're in a hurry or you're whatever. But, you know, really well, praising because they're dumb. Right. And horses aren't terribly yeah. intelligent. So from their perspective, right, if you just say good boy and continue on and keep asking, then. They, OK, so in their in their mind, it doesn't really mean that much. Right? But if you say good boy and you stop and you let them walk and you give them the rain and a pat and then you go back and you can ask again. But then they say, oh, you know, I jigged for three steps and that was really good. And now I'm done. OK, I'm going to jig for another three steps because I'm going to be done again. Right. Mm-hmm. But it's. If you don't take that pressure off and just continually ask at some point from the horse's perspective, why bother to even try? Yeah. Yeah. It makes total sense. Yeah. Makes total sense. Well, fantastic. Great. That's yeah. that's a great tip just for us all to remember as we're training and, and we're, you know, going into the winter season to stop and, and praise. So Alice, thank you so much for, for staying on and giving us our tip of the week, our total saddle fit tip of the week. And we can't wait to see you uh, this winter and next year in Chicago and Kentucky. Oh, well, thank you so much for having me. Hey, guys, you had a question on your Facebook page in the private section said, I've been a supporter of the Dressage Radio Show for almost two years. Well, she has to go back and listen to all the old episodes now. Right? Uh, <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> I was wondering how to get to the auditor page. Well, that's a good question. Auditors are people who, if they really love the shows and want to help support, they can go to our they can go to our homepage at horseradionetwork.com. There's an auditor banner on the right side. And for as little as $3 a month, you too can help support and also become part of the super secret auditor Facebook room, which is the most active room and positive room in Facebook. Uh, they talk true. about everything in there, and it is there's no negativity. It, they really are supportive. It's really become a family. It really has. Uh, and yeah. we also do announcements in there. I do Facebook Lives in there, too. I don't know if you guys noticed that, but I've been having special guests on. And we yeah. just talk yeah. for an hour on video. Pam Stone, uh, we had a great time. She's doing, the best. Doing yes. that in there. I've had Max Cochran on, and I've had a bunch of different people. So Not at us. I'm just saying. Yeah, we have well, not been invited yet. You guys all the time. I talk but to you guys. We're not invited. All. Hey, Reese, if I come down to Wellington, we'll have to do it in person. Done. All right, that sounds be fun. good. Sounds good. So that's how you I do it, it for as little three dollars yeah, a month. We, we give away. Yeah, we give away the book on the Facebook page as yeah. well. Yep. Uh, the auditor page. So yeah, there's lots of great reasons to to become an auditor. It helps us out a lot. It helps out everybody on the Horse well, Radio Network. And, and so. the, you know, a part of that money goes back to Reese and Philip too. So you're directly paying them. <laughs> we like, Very we appreciate grateful. it. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Well, and guys, I actually have a great shout out because I was just in Minnesota at North Run Farm. And I just want to shout out to everybody there that came out. That is a clinic that I started um, because of the radio show. So I'm so happy they, they really? connected with yeah. me. Yes. And this is my second year going and a uh, huge shout out to them, to Lisa, Alyssa, to Jackie, to Darren, everybody that listens to the show up there. Um, really, really excited that, that I got to come up. So it was really fun. So it was great. So shout out to those guys at North Run Farm. Well, as always, you can find our show notes and links to today's guests on our website, dressageradio.com. Like us on Facebook, just search Dressage Radio Show. Follow us on Twitter at Horse Radio. My website is maplecrestfarmky.com, and you can always reach me by my email, which is reese at horseradionetwork.com. 
I think the best way to be in touch with me is through Facebook or my email is philip at horseradionetwork.com. I'd like to thank our sponsors for allowing us to put on a show. And don't forget to check out all the other shows on the Horse Radio Network at horseradionetwork.com. As always, keep your heels down and your shoulders back, and we'll talk to you next week.